0: This is Razafem in 60 Minutes with Musas Kosana. This evening we begin our conversation by welcoming the South African Insurance Association. I'm joined on the line by Kolile Kumbu, who's of the South African Insurance Association. Tonight we're talking about protecting your vehicle with insurance. Kolile, good evening. Thank you so much for having joined us. Good evening, Musa. Thank you you for having me. it's a great pleasure, my brother. You know, when we talk about uh, car insurance or vehicle insurance, I mean, what exactly do we mean and what does it cover?
1: Yeah, uh, car insurance goes to what men call the uh, babies. It covers your car from damage, theft, uh, loss, uh, flood damage, fire damage, all, all the sort. So that's what vehicle damage is. And sometimes it protects you against the third party as well. Cause sometimes that's your fault that your car got hit but it's just protecting your, your valuable uh, in that sense. Mm-hmm.
0: But also, please explain to us, you know, the different types of covers that potentially, you know, uh, policyholders can choose from.
1: Yeah, so the the, the covers uh, generally differ uh, from uh, company to company, of course, and then uh, they differ also in terms of the premium that will be charged on them. So uh, the biggest one that is encouraged always uh, is comprehensive cover. Uh, it will be called different names, uh, different companies, but it's generally comprehensive. Uh, uh, this one is the be all of all of uh, vehicle insurances. Uh, it covers you against accidents, third parties, loss, damages, uh, covers you against everything under the that has to do with your vehicle. Uh, that is the one. And then you'll then have your third party fire and theft. Uh, this will then uh, cover you against total loss. Uh, from let's say now natural disasters such as fire that happened in Berlin recently, the floodings and, and so forth. And then it will also cover you against obviously a hijacking that sometimes happens in South Africa. Uh, yeah. And then you have your third party and total loss. Third party and total loss is just then for, so, uh, if you bump into a third party uh then you might be liable for that for the damages on that vehicle mm-hmm. uh so now i am driving my young polo and i crash into a lamborghini uh, my not have the funds to fix the lamborghini so they will fix they come to the insurer will fix the lamborghini and then i will then sort out my young polo and see how to uh, go about it those are covers against of course being hijacking which is one of the highest crimes in south africa at the current moment um uh, you then just have the third party only third party only is Strictly saying that I am okay with carrying the cost of my repairs, uh but I can, I might not be able to repair the next vehicle. I mean, we've seen on highways uh, where a single crash vehicle, I hit another car, it hit another one and hit another one. I am liable for all other three vehicles that are involved. So I might not be able to carry the cost of fixing all three vehicles. So as I'm is it is that and then I will then sort out my own vehicle in that sense. Mm. Uh, I want to say if there was a hierarchy uh third party cover would be the lower of the four sure. uh, and then comprehensive being in the top
0: mm. yeah but you know one thing that comes to my mind is that i see three different types of third parties here you know if i were to choose one i mean which one would you say is the most suitable cover and you know for which needs
1: i i want to say uh our discussion being just a discussion i mean people must just seek Financial advice from financial advisors or brokers like that. Yes. So the cover that we base with them, but with the third parties, I think that you are seeing uh, they all account to third party. Mm. They might now vary in terms of amount of cover uh, because they are also limited. In the, they will be stated in your policy uh, contract in terms of like to what amount can we cover? Mm. Uh, I mean, it's not it's not ten million. Sometimes it's maybe just the two million or three million in terms of damages to other vehicles, so if it exceeds that, then the policy or the insurer will say we've covered our portion of it, we've covered the two million that we agreed on, of which you have been paying premium on, uh, then the rest will be covered if need to be by the new. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, you know, Kolile, there's something also I just want us to touch on. I mean, I know that you've explained much on just the third party, the fire, and the theft. You know, the third party fire and total loss. Yeah. If you were to just distinctively make a distinction between all these three types, which one would you say any potential um, you know, policy holder should just go for?
1: Yeah, with what I've seen and uh, the experience, I want to say with the third party, that is great. Sure. Under the comprehensive cover, I think all of these things have been covered. The mm. so subcategories are, are, are being covered as well. Yeah. So I would always encourage uh, comprehensive cover. And I think all insurers and financial institutions, if you're financing your vehicle, they will say do comprehensive cover because now you are fully covered for that whatever damage that were to happen to your vehicle, even the dealership or a small bump or a big bump or a complete uh, total loss or what is called a write off happening. Comprehensive cover, covers yeah. covers that. <clears throat> your third parties now with their third-party fire and death or third-party fire and total loss they just then differ in the sense of it's a lesser premium to you than said comprehensive. And being a lesser premium in that sense means that some of the things that are covered in comprehensive will not be covered under these, these three, mm-hmm. these other third parties, the third party and fire and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the biggest thing that, that stood out now was, again, an made mention of the flooding that happened in Durban and so forth. Sure. Um, they brought to light another damage that one would never have seen. I mean, in Brooklyn, then, we don't have uh, massive problems with flooding. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you're in your your, your Western Cape or your buildings or your PMAs like and so forth, we saw what happened there, and now your vehicle is being damaged by a flood. Yeah. Uh, had you not had, let's say, now third-party fire and theft, you would then not be covered because the national disaster, or you just had third-party only, uh, then your vehicle is not covered for that for that damage.
0: Yeah, you know, hypothetically speaking, the Kolile, I live in Bumalanga, right? And obviously, I'm under the impression that obviously, even in Bumalanga, we don't have such floods or you know those types of natural disaster. I mean, do you then advise people in Bumalanga to also just look or consider for such covers? I want to say yes, uh, and I know
1: it's not that one. Yeah. Um, Olile considering also in terms of insurance. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a coach that I, I go by when taking insurance. It's better to have it and not need it. Mm. than need it and not have it. <laughs> so if your, pockets, if your pocket allows, then I, I think it's best to get the best out of it. Sure. Uh, but if your pocket does not, then you play at what you are And also, I mean, you're not just installing your car from Pumalanga. I mean, some of them Pumalanga drives down to Durban Mm. for family vacation, take the kids out and stuff like that, and the flooding happens there. You'd want your vehicle to still be covered. Uh, So you want it covered wherever you're traveling in the country and in some of the countries outside as well, our our southern region countries as well. So Mm. I think the best is to go for the best, but if you cannot speak to your broker, uh, see what suits your pocket the best. Yeah, but having insurance is always a very, very good idea in today's
0: day and age. Mm. If you just join in the conversation, I'm chatting to our good friends from the South African Insurance Association tonight. we're Looking into protecting your vehicle with insurance. Utholile is just uh, helping us understand just the just the dynamics around taking such uh, insurances, particularly motor insurance cover. Earlier, we've already covered on what motor insurance is. And what sort of types uh, one needs to look out for, particularly policyholders that they can choose from. But also, Cornelia has uh, just extensively covered all some of those aspects of which cover is more suitable and for which needs. Cornelia, something that you've not talked about is that which, uh, I suppose, is that what um, is not covered by motor insurance? I mean, you've not touched on that. I mean, let's let's quickly just dive into that. Um, What is not covered by motor insurance?
1: yeah uh there are some things, and even with comprehensive that are then not covered <clears throat> in your motor insurance, I want to say uh insurance at the end of the day is for an unexpected event that you or uh, was not foreseen. Mm. so then some of the things that are foreseeable and can be avoided are then sometimes not uh covered I mean your general way and care. Uh, as the time goes on, your vehicle ages, it, it will need maintenance and so forth. So you're saying then pour in that, that oil, get petrol going, get water in the engine particularly, and then you will not have damage. Uh, but now when you have mechanical breakdowns, uh, mechanical breakdowns, something that are not covered in terms of your vehicle insurance. Because you say these are foreseeable things, and over time it does age. If you don't take care of it, it will get damaged. Uh, your tires only per se. Uh you'll you will not have insurance if you have been in an accident when you don't have a valid driver's license. Uh when you are driving under the influence of alcohol, which is illegal in the country. So insurance insurance says we will not pay out whatever damage you've caused to your vehicle or another vehicle if you are under the influence. Uh we also say if you exceed the speed limit. Uh I know the younger folk would like to drive fast and drive the nice cars, uh, those that go above the 120. And on the highways, we kind of experiment a little bit. Sure. Uh, we're we are saying that you are you are playing a dangerous game. With the thing that if something were to happen with you going at those high speeds, mm. uh, you will not be covered. Uh, those are those are the things. Driving a vehicle that's unwieldy, Uh The tires have. Uh, I think in our case, <laughs> uh, they are actually complete rubbers and have no grip and, and all of that. These mm. things get looked into, uh, and you will then not have cover uh, if something were to happen, an accident or anything of the sort, were to happen to the vehicle. So these are the things that are then left out. Uh, even when you have comprehensive cover, we're still saying abide by the country's law uh, and take care of the vehicle. I think lastly, spoke even though it was on, on maintenance of the house, sure. it's due to your care. Uh, how well are you taking care of this thing that you're insuring? Yeah. And then we will then bring our parts on the insurance side as well.
0: Yeah. You know, Conil, I want to bring something. I don't know that, you know, you can be able to articulate yourself on it, but, you know, I've heard a story where somebody leaves a scene of an accident unlawfully. I mean, does then an insurance get into that space and still cover that motor vehicle?
1: Yes. Uh, insurance will come in and then find out and investigate as to why the scene was left unlawfully. Yeah. I want to say to the biggest part, I think we all know that if you are innocent, there's no reason for you to, uh, to see the sure. scene. Uh, so it becomes it becomes a matter of questioning as to why did this person leave? Did mm. this, was this person maybe intoxicated? Was this person maybe doing something illegal? And that's why they then left. Mm. Uh, but those... Those who do not act in that manner would not leave a scene unlawfully and therefore would then get caught. Yeah. But leaving a scene unlawfully raises red flags. Uh, that's why we encourage that you leave a statement with the police, take pictures, even call SOS uh, uh, services. Because mm. a lot of insurers have SOS services that you're in an accident now and you can't get home in a remote place, you need maybe accommodation and so forth. So they they will extend that, that extra, if you want to say, to you. Uh, so, that's why I think when you leave it unlawfully in that manner, it gets question as to what would the reason be that you would leave it in that manner. Yeah.
0: But, uh, you know, are there maybe additional or added benefits that insurance companies then offer?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think I've touched on a little bit of those. Uh, those are like your old characteristics. I think uh, one of the big ones without mentioning uh, names to the female a lot uh, where mm. it might be a breakdown yeah yeah it might be a breakdown and then you need a driver to take you home or you are under the influence and you need to get somewhere and you feel like driving your car is not safe uh. some extras uh i been possible uh your outside assistance like i say when you're driving outside of the borders of south africa uh you might need to get special insurance if you want to take uh this allows you to drive around your southern countries to which are in South Africa, those being the Namibia, Zimbabwe, uh, even those further along, Kenya and so forth. Yeah. But with these extras, a lot of the time, it comes with an extra cost. <laughs> even though it might just be on your comprehensive or your third part only, but if you add these extras onto that, then it will be an extra cost to yeah. you. I mean, sometimes you don't see, uh, you are attending a concert, and then you are jumping around in excitement, and now you don't have a key. The spare is nowhere close to you. Uh, this extra, if it an extra, or if it an add-on benefit to your to your policy, then they will bring you a spare vehicle, a spare key, or they'll bring a locksmith to you to assist you in terms of opening your car, and that way you can get home. Mm-hmm. So, extras are there. I encourage people to then also ask, uh, what extras can I add? And knowing exactly what you covered for will allow you to also see that what could it be that you might need. Mm-hmm
0: yeah but i mean ah uh, you know now that we've talked about the additions i'd like to find out then any other cover that policyholders can add which can enhance their policy the ones that they currently hold yes uh i want to
1: say the big one with comprehensive cover and why a lot of people take that as well i mean you go to a to Mercedes-Benz to a, uh, whichever dealership you sure. are buying a vehicle from. Uh, we, I think we, it's a term that you all know, yeah, balloon payment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe we don't understand it all along, but yeah, it, it makes my premium less. Mm. Uh, so it, it, it's a beautiful concept in that sense, and sure. those who like it could like it and those who don't, don't. So an add-on to that can be that you take credit shortfall from your insurer, saying that I I owe the bank this much in terms of installment. That is also a portion that is lacking in terms of that balloon payment that is set aside for the end of the term. Yeah. So please cover that as well. If my car were to be written off or stolen or hijacked, then I'm not left at the bank uh, with just my installments paid up, but there's a 30000 $50,000 is still outstanding. Yeah. So can I add that onto my vehicle insurance and surely it can be done. Another big thing is that we sometimes overlook uh, we forget or circle that uh, your vehicle is a mode of transportation. Whether you're going to work, whether you're going to school, whether you're going wherever, it is your mode of transportation. And if you do not have it, what do you then do? Uh, do you go back to uh, to the taxi system? Do you get an Uber now? In today, which costs you money. Mm. So another item you can add is uh, vehicle hire or car hire. Uh, in there can choose a class of vehicle that you want to hire sure. if your vehicle is now in repairs or your, your vehicle has then been stolen and you are in the market of looking for another one. Uh, and these car hire benefits have limits. It's a 30-day or 60-day and can sometimes be extended as far as 90 days. Where you have a vehicle from, say, an AUS or budget or, or a direct or yeah. whoever particularly in a, in a certain class, they can then say we are acting as your... We Yeah, acting as a substitute vehicle, so if the transportation is not there, then you can get to work on time, you can still go to the gym, do groceries like that in your convenience. So these are add-ons that are possible on said policy.
0: Yeah. I'm mostly interested on that car hire, you know, car hire aspect. I mean, what sort of types there are then provided to those who are in need of such services? I mean, do you even have the luxury of, or, or, of maybe even choosing which car you want? That's,
1: that's the beauty of it, uh, that people don't go in. Uh, I mean, you can even upgrade from the vehicle that you have in terms of choosing a truck. Uh, I'm driving now a Tesla or a Polo. Mm. I can choose that when I hire a car, I want one in the specs of a Mercedes or a BMW. <laughs> they all obviously come with an extra cost, yeah. uh, a cost that is sometimes very high. So predominantly people go for the same cost of vehicle saying that, put me in the same position that I'm in mm-hmm. uh, for the next 30 days or whatnot. Yeah. And that being the case, it is an extra cost, and you might have to pay then a deposit, say, at the at an a or so forth, mm-hmm. uh, which will then be discussed in the policy as well. So it's not that we cover the entire cost. We're just saying that you have this luxury of saying that you're paying maybe a half of what you would be paying at the car, at the rental place. And then we will then cover the insurance of that vehicle as well. In mm. the if you are now in an accident with that vehicle, you mm. will still have coverage you still enjoy certain types of benefits like that and like that. Yeah. So these are something that, again, when you go through your policy concept, you just need to make sure as to how it works sure. and that broker assists assist in that manner.
0: You're on Rise of 60 Minutes. My guest is Tolila Kumbo of the South African Insurance Association. Tonight, we're looking at the protection of your vehicle. With insurance or protecting your vehicle With insurance And yeah, Ukolile has just covered quite a number of content There that we're looking into tonight Uh, You know, what is not covered by motor Insurances And also, we've looked at What are some of the add-ons You know, the benefits that comes You know, with the add-ons Particularly those that are offered by various companies But also, we've looked at any other cover that policyholders can add, which enhances their policy? Kolya was just, you know, wrapping up on that part there, talking about car insurance and as well as just the the um, credit card shortfall. There, he did touched on it a little bit. But Khalil, before I let you, maybe move on to the second point, I want to, you know, engage you on. I mean, just you know, speak more on that credit shortfall because I understand that you know the value of the vehicle decreases every year.
1: This is true, and I think that's why it's encouraged. Uh, today's day and age, where you review your policy every day, every year. Uh, I want to say you might be starting off at a higher premium, and sometimes you end up paying a bit less. Uh, some companies will offer that you can build your premium based on this as well, that the value of the vehicle decreases. Mm. So reviewing your policy, making sure everything is all covered as it should be, and making sure as to how much you have been covered for yeah. uh, for that certain vehicle. Uh, it might now be less, so you need to lower that amount, and therefore you will lower your payment. So I haven't looked at that completely. But it's important to understand that the credit shortfall one still says that even though you're decreasing on the, on the one side of the installment and the value of the vehicle, the credit shortfall generally stays like that, that because of the bounded agreement with you and the financing house, mm-hmm. whether it's the dealership or now the bank, particularly. So always have a look at, at, at that one and understand it in full and then also understand your policy and your policy ready. And will be covered and there will be you know, no problems in that thing.
0: Mm, yeah. excesses? What are those and why should policyholders pay them?
1: Yeah, I see can I ton my excess uh, because <laughs> sometimes it's a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe 4,000 out of the space or 5,000 depending on what the excess is, which a lot of people don't really have. But you must understand that access is also there uh, from the company side as well to make sure that it's a duty of care or to get the amount of saying that you're going to have to spend money if you then also damage your vehicle. Uh, most policies come with a basic access. It's standard. It comes along across the board. It varies obviously in amounts, but it might just be a basic access. 4000 5000 depending on how you go about it. Yeah. Now. If we, if we talk about other excesses that we might not know so much about, it's like a voluntary excess. Voluntary excess talks to the fact that uh, I am paying $2,000 right now for my cover and come uh, damage stage, I'll have to pay 4000 in excess. But I'd like to pay less in terms of my premiums. Mm. So that $2,000, i would like to make it a 1800 or 1500 So I am willing to say that I will have voluntary excess. So I will then have to pay more income access time. So it takes away the basic, and makes it now the voluntary one becomes a more, and it's also an agreeable amount. So from, let's say, an example of 4000 it will say that your access will then be 6000 because you are paying less of a premium on your insurance on a monthly basis. Mm. Now, there are also accesses used as collective measures. These are, I, I hate using the word punish that is like we are correcting your use of your vehicle. Mm. Uh, You have multiple claims now, Uh, you are claiming three times every month, you are bumping a corner there, bumping there, bumping there, bumping there, which is now in essence costing the insurer more than maybe what you have been paying in in terms of your premiums. Mm. You never have balance like that, but it's a risk in a pool like that. But now you are becoming expensive to set the company, if you want to say. So they say, well, we are going to increase your access. From that basic that was now four thousand, we are going to move it to an eight or six or five or depending on how many claims you've had and what's your what we call in our business a loss ratio. Mm. Uh your payments towards your claims and yeah. so forth. I and mean, then there are there are risk uh, measurements one or multiple uh, excesses. Yeah. I want to say they differ uh, so some of us might have our our vehicles insured under our parents, which are seen as safer drivers than the younger ones. <laughs> You will just say that if the driver of that vehicle is younger than 25, yeah. they are a bit more reckless, they go out a little bit more, mm-hmm. so the excess will be a little bit more than that of a seasoned driver or a seasoned vet. Sure. Uh, it also goes to the time that damaged. damage. Mm-hmm. We might say now between 11 and 6 p.m. or 6 a.m. in the morning, we're going to charge you a bit more extra than your basic excess because of the time of when the damage happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even though sometimes it's not your fault, but you have another intoxicated driver at those hours and so forth yeah. that bump into you or someone falling asleep behind the wheel uh, that bump into you. So the risk is higher during those times. <laughs> uh, it also goes down to how long you've had a license. I mean, mm. if I just come from, from uh, driving school, i just got my license, I'm driving with my face by the wheel and I'm not observant as well and stuff like that. So I'm not as experienced and can't deal with situations as well as maybe someone who have five years of driving experience, we say that the excess might be more. So that all varies, and that will always, always, always be in the policy wording or the policy document. So that's why it's very important to have a look at it, and it will be under the excess uh, stipulations or, yeah,
0: excess. I understand that insurances also tend to bill us more, (laughs) simply because we're driving on a gravel road.
1: Yeah, I say, because you pick up a lot of nicks and knocks yeah. and, and a towel, right? Uh, when you're on a gravel road. That is Dalamika. I think we last spoke that I my, my grandparents are originally from Pumalanga.
0: Sure,
1: sure. Uh, when you go visit, it, it, it becomes one of those that, yeah, I know I'm going to on the gravel road. If yeah. I can't be yet, I must be able to face and stuff like that. Mm. So it all boils down to that, it's like. How how careful are you then with your faith as well? Uh, are you being reckless on that gravel road while yeah. you are driving fakes? It might not always be the case that we charge you more access because of that, but we always say, What were you doing at the time, what happened and so forth and then we say, Okay, your access will then be two thousand yeah. uh, which is a bit understandable, even though yeah, we, we feel the pinch thinner about all the time. So yeah. Yeah. Just maybe don't get into an accident or be just in that sense.
0: Yeah. They normally say that, he, you know, the gist of what we were talking about is just on the fine prints, right? Just the, at the end there, yeah, the T's and C's that they do apply. Let's talk Ad about those, interest. man. Uh, you know, the the T's and C's. I mean, what are some of those things would you say, you know, policyholders need to be aware of, particularly those T's and C's?
1: Yeah, I think policyholders should just be aware, uh, and I think it also gets asked when you're taking out the insurance. Yeah, they will ask you what are the security measures around your vehicle? Where is it parked? Is it parked outside by the street? Is it parked outside in a gated fence? Is it parked in a garage? Where is it parked during the night or during the day as well? Even sometimes they ask even when you're at work. Where is it parked? Are you parked by the road and then you have to walk around the building to get in? Mm-hmm. Uh, not speaking bad, or are you parked at the CBD and you are on the main road? So there's a lot of risk uh, involved with being at the CBD and you just parked outside. Yeah. And now, if it's a safe, controlled environment, like with a gate and so forth, your premium then becomes less in that sense because where the risk is less. Uh, where are you? Uh, I mean, do you have a tracking device? Uh, where do you usually drive? Are these seen as hotspots. I mean, trackers nowadays will even send an alert right to your phone saying you're not driving in a hotspot. This is where hijackings happen a lot. Mm. So maybe to avoid that, use an alternative route. So these questions get asked. And then do you have tracker or don't? Uh, having tracker will reduce the premium generally in the sense of there is a security measure of which you could possibly recover your vehicle. But now without a tracking device, uh, we might not even recover it, even if your report is stolen 10 minutes later or whatever time later. So, all of those things go to count into your premium, uh, they go to count into what it will cost you on a monthly basis, and maybe sometimes your yeah. access. Uh, some of us who work and play at the same time, uh, we say use of vehicle. Uh, are you using it for a job? Are you, are you an Uber? <laughs> or are you just someone who drives on a regular basis just yeah. to work, from home to work, gym to work and stuff like that. So the use of the vehicle also influences as to uh, what what you'll be covered for or how much of them your premium will be. Mm. So it's very important to know those things and I think you, you will know them when you do take out the cover initially and then your premium will be based on some of those things. Mm. Uh, I, think I, I think I covered them. Yeah, yeah, again. So
0: yeah. But I suppose, it's always a great pleasure to talk to you. But as we part short, I'd like you to maybe wrap up. I mean, what is just the takeaway, you know, tonight? What is it that is very important in summary that you'd like to say, you know what, if you have missed this, this is the one thing that is very important.
1: 100%. I want to say, read your policy contract when you're taking out insurance. Uh, If you can't get comprehensive and lose hope, there is still third party insurance. Uh, understand what are the terms and conditions of the policy. Uh, always take digital care of your vehicle. I mean, the the less you claim, the lower your premium could go, and so forth. Uh, and the way it is kept, the security measures around it as well. And always stay within the law. Try not to drive under the influence ever. Uh, um, I mean, don't try it. Just don't. Uh, <laughs> have yeah. your car being roadworthy at all times. Yeah. Uh, keep within the speed limits. Keep within the speed limits. And keep a safe distance of driving. And yeah, just take care of your insurance and keep checking on it on a yearly basis Mm. so that you know that you are comprehensively covered for everything. I mean, we're all unique. We don't have the same vehicles. We don't have the same, we don't need the same cover sometimes. So just make sure that you have what fits you. And there is, I want to say, there is a spot for everyone in insurance Mm. to cover their vehicle. Uh, Don't just think, no, all insurance is expensive. That is not the case. Consult your broker.
0: Mm. Khalil, my brother, it's always a pleasure having you on our program and just you sharing this complex tab of insurances. But yeah, we really appreciate you just simplifying this conversation for us and always being of great help when you come through on our program. Really appreciate having had you on our program this evening.
1: No, I thank you very much and your listeners. Hope you've learned something and they should make those calls. Call those to brokers tomorrow and find out what the policy looks like. Mm.
0: Yeah, really appreciate having talked to Kolye Kolye Kumbu there of the South African Insurance Association tonight. We're looking into protecting your vehicle with insurance. For further and more detailed questions, you can, uh, I suppose, you know, send them, you know, those uh, questions that you have on WhatsApp. there on on zero six four one three four zero two seven nine. But you're more than welcome to call them as well on zero one one seven two six five three eight one, or send them an email on info at uh, saia. That's uh, S-A-I-A dot C-O dot Z-A This conversation was proudly brought to you By the South African Insurance Association you rise